Hashtag for Kyle. Um, for Nino. For, for Nino, there you go. For Nino. Um, prayers up. How about uh, Nino Strong? Nino Strong. <laughs> Welcome everybody, welcome back to your favorite show. This is the Large Guys Podcast. This is the holiday episode. As you can see, uh, three-fourths of us are in spirit. Um, Daryl is oh, a... It's, 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 it's kind of green. Uh, oh. hold, hold on, hold on. Just to, watch it, just to fit in, let me... Uh, there we go, there, there you go. go. <laughs> oh God, you're about, to get, you're about to get roasted. <laughs> There we go. All right. So now, yeah, now all of us are in the holiday spirit. I'm sure Kyle sure can have something good to say. Um, Nothing. I can't. I'll just let the no. image speak. Yes. But of course, yes. This is our uh, holiday Christmas episode. We're recording this today on the evening of December 22nd. It is the opening day of the NBA. Um, so the NBA is back. We'll have a little bit to, to say about that. Um, but before we get to that, let's just introduce everybody once again. We'll start with a uh, Christmas tree pal. How you doing? <laughs> Carl's Jr. pal. <laughs> Yo, that's the Carl's Jr. star on top of his tree. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this man only prefers charbroiled burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's Jr. What's the other name for that? Carl's, for Carl's Jr.? It's like um, Hardee's. Love Hardee's. Yeah, I was Hardee's. <laughs> what were you going to say? Love? Loves. <laughs> the uh, movies. <laughs> <laughs> all right well what's up y'all welcome back to the pod it's uh it's christmas season it's also championship season back in the game we are watching the lakers play right now ring night and so um it's the only thing that's keeping me happy because of my losses this past weekend but we're gonna get to that later so y'all did you uh, did, did you feel uh, some type of way during ring ceremony when Jeannie bus was like how she, she said that she missed the fans so much did you did you feel that at all yeah, I was kind of getting emotional during uh, the ring ceremony. It was just weird. I don't know why. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, it was funny. She shouted out all I the players. About, yeah, she didn't yeah, shout me out though. <laughs> she um she shouted out uh all the players that are no longer the team. I didn't realize Troy Daniels. Did he start with the Lakers like before COVID? Yeah, then they weighed them. I think. Oh, okay, okay. So I was I was like Troy Daniels. I've never seen him in a Lakers jersey. But, all right, cool. So yeah, congrats to to Pal. He's a champ. Um, despite uh, this past weekend's misfortunes, but we'll get to that later. Um, next, we have all the way from Chicago, Illinois, our main man, Daryl. Uh, don't know what Kyle's got ready for him, but we're about to find <laughs> out. So, how you doing, Daryl? What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to be back here. Uh, just uh, just like Power, I mean, uh, I might be a little bit distracted. I got the, the game playing right now. So, uh, you know, it's NBA season already. Um, we've, we've all already moved on from the NFL because, uh, man, F fantasy. So y'all, no y'all will hear all about it in, like, literally, like, two or three minutes because Kyle's fuming right now. <laughs> he is. He is. He is. So, yeah, um, uh, just for those who are listening and they don't want to hear about fantasy, you can probably skip to, like, maybe 20 minutes from now. And we'll get to our next segment. Nah, it'll be entertaining fantasy talk. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, no, it'll definitely be good. But yes, um, it's it's been a tough two weeks for all of us in fantasy. But 
Um, as you can see, uh, Kyle might be the most distraught out of all of us. So Kyle, um, you know, you can just obviously introduce yourself again, but uh, just please let us let us know what's been going on. This is time for uh, uh, this is our uh, healing session um, for for the Large Guys podcast. So man, Kyle, what's um, going on? today I, I'm not the face of the franchise. I'm I'm just a regular guy. I'm not even the guy. I'm not even a good guy or a bad guy. I'm just a regular guy. And <laughs> and and for me, you know, you know, it's a holiday episode. That's why I'm wearing the Bulls jersey. And it's not because uh, I lost my fantasy matchup to Daryl, and you know, I lost the bet, and I had to wear this. But no, I, yeah, and you know, since I was a Michael Jordan hater, remember during those Last Dance episodes, I just wanted to show my fandom. A champion, you know, I've been I've been with the brand, but it's like it's a kid's XL twenty. I was gonna say, yo, that that yeah. jersey looking yeah. a little tight. Bro. Yeah, no, it's tight. <laughs> kids XL eighteen to twenty, but it still fits me yo, in twenty twenty. Sponsor us, champion. Um, but yeah, just a regular guy here, and um, you know, on Friday night I was playing Catan, and you know, if for all those who don't know how to play Catan and don't know the game Catan. Uh, wake up it's 2020 if you don't know Catan you're living under a rock you're in a pandemic this whole time and you ain't learned how to play Catan come on uh, anyway so Catan basically you gotta get 10 points no matter what you just gotta grind and I you know usually I lose I don't think I've ever won a game of Catan I played it maybe uh, eight or nine times maybe 10 to 15 times I'm not counting it's just you know too many L's to count but uh and usually when I lose, I only have like six points, seven points. So I'm not really invested. It's like, it's whatever. I always say that I'd rather have two points and lose the game uh, rather than uh, get close to winning and lose at the very end. And guess what happened on Friday? Uh, and guess who had nine points with, you know, two with two people left to go until his turn to make the championship moves. And then somebody revealed that they got 10 points and so i was devastated at that i lost a Catan game when i had nine points and not only that there are so many things during the game that could have prevented it that i could have won easily uh hey it only gets better from here because during that game i rolled three straight sevens sevens three oh. three straight worst sevens. enemy where I had a full deck of cards just waiting to use, and then I get my deck cut in half for three straight possessions. And not only that, when I was about to build a settlement, I realized that there was another settlement blocking where I was supposed to build, so I couldn't build a settlement, and that was one point. And not only that, what hurts the most is I put my road on the other side of my settlement that I didn't mean to put my road in. <laughs> and so, so many things that just haunted me, and... Uh, I was devastated. I went to uh, the bathroom and I just like balled up my fist and I looked in the mirror and I almost shed a tear. It's just one game of Catan, but I'm so competitive that it hurts. Like it was like a sting to my heart. It was a dagger. And those are just the little things. That's just the Catan game. I'm not even going to mention about my gambling uh, losses because uh, that's just, y'all already know, like God teaches me a lesson not to gamble. So I just been losing my parlays in the most devastating ways. Like I'm hitting all my parlays. Like this weekend at UFC, I picked Anthony Pettis, Marlon Moraes, Jose Aldo, 
and Stephen Thompson to win. And I got all of them except Marlon Moraes got knocked out. So I got three out of the four, right? And so just little things like that, you know, um, I'm pretty sure I'm missing uh, a bunch of other things. Like uh, the other day I was making a quesadilla and I was cooking up the <laughs> and I was putting it in. For some reason, I, I don't know, like I just went You heavy forgot the on- cheese? No, I went heavy on the salt. <laughs> I went heavy on the salt, and when I ate my quesadilla, uh, see, I'll see, I can't even say it. When I ate my quesadilla, that um, it was super salty, and it was just destroyed. Like, eight quesadillas just gone, because it was so salty. So, you know, little things like that, but, uh, but you know, I'm good, because it only gets better from here. Uh, it, it shows that... Um, you know, God, God is really telling me to let go of things that have that are of this world, and you know that really don't fulfill us in the long run, and to just care more about the things that matter in life, like you know, loving people, uh, caring about one another, you know, giving to others, charity, things like that, things that I really don't even think about, and that's probably why God you know, you know, has been teaching me a lesson with all these L's and, uh, you know, for all you listeners out there, um, you know, just know that when you are down and, you know, you feel like there's nothing else, uh, just, just be angry. Like, it's okay to be angry. There are so many times where I was just outside and I just wanted to like ball up my fist. And, um, but you know, at the same time, you got to just, you know, breathe and relax and just know that, there's there's things in life that you could still be greater uh, grateful for because these things don't matter like sports losses don't matter and you know fantasy losses don't matter but they affect me so much like a game of Catan a board game like pierced through my heart and I was angry for 24 straight hours with anger in my heart because I lost a board game so it's like things like that you, you gotta learn how to let go people and the ultimate power is yours it's your choice to feel this way last night we were supposed to record this episode but i lost in a heartbreaking fashion to santa's pinoy little helper over there daryl <laughs> borja because oh all right first of all you know he already beat me during our first matchup earlier this season he waxed my team i was okay with that again i tell you i'd rather get blown out than lose by a heartbreaker and this time around You know, both of us were knocked out. We were both heavy, you know, favorites going into the playoffs. But this consolation matchup still mattered. To some people, they're like, dude, why do you care? It's consolation. You don't understand. You're not a winner. That's why you wouldn't understand, like, why we would care about (laughs) consolation brackets. But... It was a consolation matchup with me and Daryl. We put $5 on the line. And and let me tell you, a week prior, Daryl already hustled me $5 because the freaking Texans lost to the Bears. Shout out to Houston. Y'all continue to He hustled both of y'all too. Yeah. Yeah, he he got me too. All right, so so this is already Daryl's got $5 on me already from the week before. So we place another bet on this one. Consolation semifinals. Hey, it's still pride. And, you know, we still take pride. This is fantasy. There are no off games like no matter what even if you're the playoffs everyone still tries and if you don't try that's why you're a loser and that's why you are able to sleep at night with peace and with (laughs) um happiness because you don't care as much about me as much as we do and that's what i strive to be um but anyway so daryl out here um 
you know, we have a fantasy matchup. It's close. Before the Sunday night game between uh, the Steelers, no, no, the Monday night, the Monday night game between the Steelers and the freaking uh-huh. Bengals. Oh, Bengals. Um, uh, I was winning by like 20-something points, and I had Ebron still playing, and he had the Pittsburgh <clears throat> defense and Claypool. So two to one. I'm like, I like my chances. Ebron, you know, he he a solid guy. But hey, solid ten what? points. Hey, but guess what? You know, fantasy gods and and real God, you know, Jesus Christ, like he out there. They all teaching me a lesson. <laughs> Whatever God you believe in, they all teaching me a lesson because um, <laughs> I could not have lost in the most devastating way. Uh, after Ebron's first target in the first quarter, this dude made of glass hurts his back just hurt grown man lands on his back and he's out for the game like all right like uh, okay i'm not i'm not one to talk i remember i thought my shoulder was broken a month ago so whatever if his back hurts i i understand but it would have been nice if he caught just that one lone target because he didn't return for the rest of the game long story short i'm sweating out this game and Daryl wins by like less than half a point. It's less than half a point. Three. I'm live point three. three, like point three. And you know, not only that, you know, Pittsburgh like allowed the Bengals to have twenty seven points. If they just reached one more point, like they would have reached the next bracket, and his defense would have had thirteen points instead of fourteen. Not only that, this dude had the audacity to text the group text, let's go! And I'm so livid. I'm so livid. We were supposed to record last night, and I was like, I, I can't. I can't do this because you would not get this Kyle, the face of the franchise Kyle. You would have gotten an angry Kyle who would have been bitter. You would have got a loser. He would have been, I am the biggest sore loser even i mean like i'm already a sore winner but i hate losing more than winning and uh i couldn't i couldn't do it last night but today after you hate losing more than you hate winning oh uh never mind i hate losing more than i love winning okay there you go yeah never mind yeah that um but uh so you know after 24 hours of reflection i realized that um, I shouldn't hold on to this anger that's been taken over my heart and my day because, you know, I would go about my day, you know, I'd wash my dish. And then every time I see the Yahoo fantasy app, I just think about that matchup and I just, <laughs> I get so angry and I ball up my fist and I'm like, all right, don't let this take over you. So, and then I just, you know, got over it and realized that, you know, you know, I have to live something for, for something bigger than myself and I wasn't going to do the podcast tonight, but I realized I had to be a professional and do my duty to the people because even <laughs> though I am hurt emotionally, spiritually, mentally, I have a duty to be professional to the fans, and, to the and- to the three listeners that we have, you know, three. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and- so I, I had to go do this, but in reality, I just wanted to uh, let out my feelings because it's been bottled up and um, <sighs> that's it. Wait, uh, wait, hold on. But oh, <laughs> this man uh, finished, hold on. Wait, this you're, man not, you're not you're <laughs> not. All right, well, well Kyle, he was call- so wait, 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 wait. Speaking about unprofessionalism, Kyle was calling me out earlier. And I, I get it, I get it. You know, he he took his this time, like he was going through something really <laughs> difficult. 
to come out here and you know get on the pod be official and just be a professional and i was on my phone like daryl used to be watching the game on the couch and he called me out for being unprofessional and he doesn't and he doesn't mention the l that he took from me in our consolation match in the other <laughs> league because it was it was a 20 point blowout that's why <laughs> But it's all good, dog. I no, understand. It, I don't want to. No, I don't want to make it worse for you, dog. I mean, if, since did, we're there, did that loss hurt though? <laughs> no, because I knew your team was gonna pop off, and I I seen the writing on my wall, on the wall with my team. As I said earlier, my team started seven and four in that league, and in the last five weeks, I don't think I scored more than eighty five points. So I knew I was gonna get the L. And um, with when and when you take so many L's, um. L's like that don't really phase you because you're like, that's at the bottom of your L list because there's <laughs> more devastating L's. Daryl, do you have anything to respond? Um, I know Kyle lost, but you are a winner. So, Daryl, uh, have- it's funny because, like, so um, I honestly like stopped even checking our matchup just because I'm Damn. like, I- Kyle's probably gonna win. Like that's the thing. It was like, and I signed. And the thing is, it's funny because like I signed on to our. Uh, I signed on for because uh, we were supposed to record yesterday. So I signed on. You and Jake, you had. Yeah, me and Jake were just like we were just actually talking about like just fantasy football too. It was funny. Y'all had y'all had a household. Pretty much, we had a one on one. And then like the the game ended, and I'm like, oh shoot! Like, let me see like my matchup with Kyle. And then I saw like, holy shit! This guy's probably livid right now. Like, this guy. That's why I had to like take a screenshot and send it to our group chat. So it was so funny. And the the funny thing is like. I knew, I knew Kyle was like, was pissed just because he wasn't even texting anybody back. He was just like, yo, I can't even do this right now. I'm going to bed or something like that. Or like, I don't know what the hell he did, but dude was pissed. So it was just, it was just funny. Oh, also let me add on top of the L's. I, there's been so many L's for me that I can't even remember. All right, we had a fantasy basketball draft on Sunday. Out of migraine, I fell asleep and missed <laughs> the Sunday. whole. I and I missed the whole draft. I missed our fantasy basketball draft. My name, my team name is Kristaps Cream, and I didn't get to draft Porzingis. Like I'm so mad. <laughs> like I'm so livid. Not to make things worse, I check like you know the next morning because you know I'm all like groggy and whatnot, and I see that Zion. Zion's on the waiver wire. I'm like, what is going what? on? So, uh, Phil, Phil Ruiz, you're so dumb. Like, why did you drop? <laughs> why did you drop Zion to pick up Goran Dragic? So I, I, I claimed Zion right away, but then I checked the waiver wire order, and I was like, God, please don't let n- no one else claim Zion. And then guess what? When I woke up this morning. Zion wasn't on my roster, so that that was another L, and it, it went to another guy. He dropped James Wiseman. Was should I even pick him up? I don't even. I, I'm all I right. Made a, I made a waiver wire. It's not bad. I, I think I think he's gonna be pretty good. I'm a, like, see, my my squad's already okay, but the fact that I missed my NBA fantasy draft is it, just it kills it's me. Been and rough, I'm man. and I and I'm looking at I'm looking at the draft results, and it it killed me every round. Like, like. Like the auto draft drafted cat for me, I I be roasting cat all the time. Like I th- I think that they'll be working out, 
but the fact that KD basically almost went in the second round, uh, Kyrie was like a late third or fourth round. It was what? so bad. Like, it was bad. Like, I was looking at the draft and I was like, I'm crying because I'm like, I cannot believe I missed this draft. Pal, do you also have a, since this is still our healing session, I know Pal also had a, not uh, as devastating as a point three loss, but I mean, he he had a real shot. Uh, with with Deontay and uh, just just came up short against uh, um, you know somebody that uh, that beat me the week before because Derrick Henry just just decided to have fifty points and I think they were playing the Lions or the Jaguars one of those teams they just decided to let Derrick Henry just walk all over them. Powell met the same fate that we all did last week. Um, do you have anything to to say about this past weekend's um, misfortunes? No. <clears throat> It's tough because I put all you know my, my chips in, in the bag on on this this league because every other league FFL league trash I was like eleven the Delta side league trash and that one, that one hurts too though because that's a fifty dollar Brian and didn't even make playoffs and then uh, my other league which I'm first place in a ten man league it's free so it doesn't really count it's just for pride and so this one I was really you know I put all like. All I could, I traded my third pick next year, I think. Yeah. To to get Patrick Mahomes, which I think still works out. But I really thought I still think I had the best team in this league. It just I couldn't have done anything else to to win. I started the right people. Just freaking DK Metcalf and Hawkinson just didn't show up. They didn't they didn't meet they didn't make their their projections and freaking Jeff Jose won. Derrick Henry just scored a 20 like he had a, he had a 20 point game which is normal. It's it's more devastating than than angry really cuz now I get to watch two teams that are lesser than me win it out. Yeah, I honestly have the best team so. Pow. Um ever since you lost your fantasy matchup and all of y'all actually I I do want to still ask you about the question. Have you all moved on from the losses this season or are there still moments you wake up? Because, you know, the first two, three days, I'd be waking up every single day just saying, like, I'd be thinking about those Miles Sanders points on my bench every time. Like, uh, so do y'all have, like, regrets? Like, are you at peace? Are there acceptance? What What is the stage y'all are in, like, as far as the fantasy losses and, and you know, with that? I think for me, it's just... I, I essentially started the right people throughout the season. That's why, you know, I had a bye week last week. <laughs> but um, the, what hurts the most is just like originally earlier this year, I thought DK Metcalf was going to be my keeper. Like I had so much, like, you know, because DK came out this year, balled out. But he really hurt me this week. And I just, I have so much hate for him right now, which is terrible because the NFL players don't care about our fantasy like league and what we do for fantasy. Shout out, uh, but I have, yeah, shout out, yeah, dude. And I'm so hurt right now by him because he only put up like six points yesterday (sighs) against who they play against the Reds. I mean, Redskins defense is not bad, but come on, man. The Washington football team. Oh, yes, the WFT, yeah. It's just, see, can't even think right. I was so hurt. Like, I was just about to, like, tweet, like, 
Yeah, you deserve to wear that pacifier in your mouth, bro. You acting like a baby in this grown man league, dog. <laughs> I was hurt, bro. I was hurt. I was hurt. Oh, you you took it personal. You took his six yeah, point yeah, yeah. performance as a personal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, All right. Um, yeah. He and so, but I mean, with that, real quick, I do want to say congratulations to Jeff. His team showed up, and so me and uh, the Santos family gonna duke it out for this third place. It'll be the championship game, I think, and so. But no, I'm, I'm a little hurt. <laughs> it'll, I don't. It'll, it'll be the people's main event. Yeah, it'll be a... <laughs> Just not the real one. <laughs> but um, I'm buy my own belt for this. Uh, wait, hold on. I was forgot. I was gonna say, but keep going. But um, but yeah, I don't check my Yahoo Fantasy app anymore. I used to check it every morning, even though like on a on a Tuesday or Wednesday, like I was, I don't check it. I didn't even check it last night. I was just seeing the the scores from you guys. I need like so. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting because like, well, at least for for Pow, it's like he officially just lost like last night, pretty yeah. much. You know, like at least for me. Thanks, uh, bro. <laughs> my man. No, that was like that was that, that's how I was. What I was gonna say was that's how I was like last week because. I mean, for me, especially for, like, our league, that was pretty much, like, the one, like, because I, I got first seed, like, in our league. I ended up being first seed. And, like, for me to lose in the first in round, like, you know what I mean? That's, like, it hurts. Dude, I think, I mean? and I think that was, like, the lowest your team put up and since, like, week seven, yeah, maybe. Like. Maybe, something like that. And I was just, like, I just couldn't believe it. And, and I think I was I, – I, I think everyone, like everybody else, like I didn't even like bother putting a waiver wire on anybody Wednesday morning, you know, like <laughs> I'm like, F this, I don't care. That's why I, I um, that's why I offered Kyle that like that $5 bet just cause I'm like, you know, we still got a matchup and I'm like, like just for the hell of it. Cause I, if I didn't, I probably would have just not cared. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, <laughs> know what I mean? And it was funny just because, um, like, I wasn't, like, hurt for, like, all week. There were just random moments when I would just, like, you guys, when I would check my Yahoo app and I'd be like, son of a, like, I'm, like, I'm out. Like, you know, there's no point of checking my lineup. Like, it's, like, there's no point of checking, like, the injury report, you know, kind of thing. So I'm just like, man, that, that that's how I was. And so, like, ah, that's why I mean, like. At least for the the three of us, like me, uh, JQ, and Kyle, like it's been a week at least. Like Powell's just like, yo, man, like you got a long week ahead of you, bro. <laughs> like, Damn. oh yeah, yeah, that's what, um, yeah, that's what I also I forgot to mention with Powell because on the last pod, you know, we brought up that concern that with you having a bye week, that your team might have been rusty for your playoff match. <laughs> it, it looked like DK was a little rusty. <laughs> I think with having that bye week, so, but see, the thing is with fantasy, you know, compared to, um, okay. Another question, what hurts more like your, like the team that you root for, like your hometown team or your fantasy losses? Because I think for me, it varies to where this year, my fantasy losses were, was like, like what was, was heavier than like Cowboys losses. Like, I, like, what about you guys? Like, do you, like, yeah. do you, is the same attachment like bigger for your fantasy teams or for your hometown teams? 
Yeah, that's funny too because um, I was, uh, I believe it was Thanksgiving um, when Will Fuller had that like crazy game against the Lions. And I was watching at my brother's house. I was in Houston and uh, I was getting really angry because we were winning. But like I had realized, <laughs> I realized that Will Fuller was on my brother's team in fantasy and we were matched up that week. So even though we'll, like, and it was ridiculous, like Will Fuller caught like a 30 yard touchdown. I was like, all right we're okay. And then he caught like a 40 yard touchdown. I was like, all right, this is getting a little too much. And then he catches like one in the red zone. And I'm like, bro, this is insane. He's got like three touchdowns. Um, so I think because we haven't been good this year, um, I valued fantasy over. I mean, it's great whenever the Texans get a win. Um, it's, we've been losing in heartbreaking fashion um, <laughs> lately, especially when we play the Colts. Like, like for some reason, whenever we play the Colts now, we like, we do our best to like make it there. And then the last 30 seconds, some, somehow we fumble the ball. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, even going to, no, I don't even want to go in depth on that. No, actually... I relate with the Texans so much because even though I kind of, I kind of laugh at their demise, it still makes me sad because the way they lose games is like, it reflects my life. Like how I lose. <laughs> Like everything is is how the Texans they yeah. get so close. Like they smelled the they smelled the wind, but but it's always just gone. Yeah, it's vanished within moments in the last thirty seconds. Yeah, seriously. So I yeah I think for me, um, I would say I value this year. I value fantasy more, um, just because the Texans. I don't really expect much from them. You know, in the FFL league too, um. Bro, Anton has to win. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Anton has to win. Like, uh, no, there's just no, like, he's the most deserving. If I were to yield to anybody's team, it was his or Daryl's team. Because, uh, you know, throughout, I'm all about what is the more, most deserving champion. And, it, it uh, you know, what? let's not even, we're going to move yeah, on. Of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, just, you well, know, just know that Anton I speak for the whole large guys podcast when we say for for all like you know our like all of our good energy and vibes we're gonna we're gonna lift up Deshaun Watson we gonna lift up Diggs we gonna lift up Devonte Adams we gonna lift up AJ Brown who's the Derrick Henry of the, the receivers uh, please um, you know. I mean, see, we got to pray for whoever tight end he decided to, to flex this week. God, please, fantasy gods, if you can't give us our win, please give us what the people deserve. And uh, it is the rightful champ. So please. Oh, God. I can only imagine this. Like, see, well, the thing is, too, like, even though I'm not in the championship, it still matters to me who wins. <laughs> like, I wish I could just not care, but I care. Like, so that's God, the crazy like, part. Just, yeah, because well, I'm pretty that. sure. Yeah, with, with the two of y'all, Jacob, I know the championship match still matters to you, too. Oh, no, it, it matters. <laughs> it matters. But yeah, pal, you're going to. Well, no, I, I, I actually, I want. I was saying this in our other group chat. I kind of want Jeff to win because I don't want to. If I'm going to lose to somebody, I'm going to lose to the champ. So I'm. If he wins, nah, that's see, my take. I, I, you, nah, I have. A, see, with me, I'm a sore loser. So whoever wins, yeah, like, right. beats me, I hope they yeah. lose in the most devastating exactly. fashion. Yeah, I agree. That's true. That's, true. that's true. So yeah, no yeah. God, please. Like I, I if if Derrick Henry lays an egg next week. 
I'm going to like be so happy. But anyways, I was going to ask though, like, I guess before we move on for Daryl and JQ, does despite the losses, like hurting you guys, does it also hurt a little extra that you're going to have to give up your belts since yeah. you are the reigning oh, yeah. champions that's of the league? The only reason why I wanted well, to win that's, again. That's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, honestly, I, I don't want to ship my belt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's probably what I hate the most is that fact that I have to pay for shipping. And this thing is like $20. That's so $20. Bucks. No, yeah, it's like you lost, you already, you already lost money. Yeah, you couldn't like, win it back, and now you gotta spend more. Yeah, and then and then shipping to either San Diego or Houston is gonna be pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, you wait. better tell them they 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 better wait for the new year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, for sure. That's I think just having to like relinquish your belt, like, um, bro. Honestly, it's funny because like I I um so I have two championship belts, right? And I put them. It's it's funny because they're in like they're in a nightstand in our bedroom in in the master bedroom, <laughs> and my wife hates it. Like she's like, when the when the app are you gonna get rid of these things? You know, like and so she's probably like happy to be rid of these. She doesn't belts. understand. She yeah, doesn't, she doesn't understand the, the worth of those belts. Those belts are more than just belts. Tell her tell her about the history of the league. Yeah. Tell her the blood, sweat, and tears you had to go through. No, I'm not going to lie. I wake up every morning and I see those belts first thing in the morning and be like, bro, I'm the champ. Like, I'm no, the no. Champ. That's, yeah, I have this belt in my room. And like, like when when I first um, when I first got this from Wendell, I, I'm not going to lie. I, like for the next week, I would wake up and I'd, I'd put the, the belt around my waist before I went to work. Boy, I know, I know you still do that, dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you gonna cherish this last few moments. Just no, I'm, I'm, I definitely, I definitely, um, uh, for for all those photographers out there, if you guys want to do a uh, uh, one, one last photo shoot for me, um, but before I have to give the belt, I, I'm, yeah. I'm open to. Inquiry. No, see, That's as devastating. like, see, as a non-title holder, like even you know, it's still. Like, even in all my leagues, every single year, like, the title isn't... Like, you know how, like, athletes train for the Olympics? Like, that's, like, literally my mindset every year I go into fantasy. Like, that belt is mine. Like, those UFC promos, like, all those, like, they want to fight for the belt. Like, that's me. Like, that's... Like, that's why it hurts so much. And that's why, you know, you can't ever knock off people for any achievement they make, whether it's, like, real-life sports, video games... Cause just trying to win, try like John. See, that's that's what like John Jones was saying when he was um, getting criticized about uh, tripping about Khabib being the pound for pound number one fighter. He was like, "Some of you guys have been <clears throat> have never uh, don't know what it feels like to work something for something that's so hard to be number one at." You know that 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 reflects in fantasy football too. We all work hard. We all we all you know put in effort and that belt even though people say it's dumb it's just a game it's just a fantasy they don't understand and that's why they're non-title holders and that's why they're probably losers in real life <laughs> that's how much i want that belt i want i want Let a belt know, kyle they don't understand i just no, no. i just want to be a champion um one so, day one day so, uh to to move it on a little bit um We'll, we'll do this real quick. The the winners and losers who were uh, we kind of mentioned this last episode, but we can we can uh, just quickly go through it. Who who were 
you know, your top players and who are the guys that uh that you just absolutely hate? Y'all, y'all could go first. Mine will be um, quick. I'll go first. I mean, my my top players are going to – I ha- I picked up Patrick Mahomes towards the middle of the season, so I'm not really going to count him. But the ones that, you know, truly got there for me was Dalvin Cook, who's pretty consistent throughout the season. And I would say – I would even say DK – but then, like, I'm going to put him on the loser end, too, for this last game that he gave me six points, yeah. so it's tough. Yeah, yeah. And and Hawk- well, and Hawkinson, like, I'm just bad at drafting tight ends. And so, but he was a he was a constant 10 points for me every game, except this last one, he, like, pretty much scored a zero. So, but my, my MVP for fantasy for me this year on my team was Dalvin Cook. And so, nice. that's really it. Um, I, I'll, I'll go. I guess my uh, my my uh, my MVP is probably in my team is probably Darren Waller. Um, he's he balled out for me. T- um, I got him in the sixth round. He was probably he's probably the other than Travis Kelsey, he was mo- the most consistent tight end, you know. And then James Robinson, J Rob, man, like I think I got him as my last pick in our FFL league. And he was pro- he ended up being my best running back over Josh Jacob <clears throat> over Kareem. Yeah. Like Yeah, I think he was he's top six in rush yards this year. Yeah. And and he gets Deeper. like he gets catches, he gets touchdowns. Like honestly, he's probably their only like offensive threat in that Jacksonville offense. Yep. And the uh, the guy I, I hate the most in my team and like all of my teams, probably <laughs> Michael Thomas, man, like, <laughs> like a major buzz. Like I got him in the, I got him with my first pick and dude was gone for like more than half of the season. And then like, I mean, thankfully I didn't like move on in the next, um, in, like in the playoffs. Cause this dude just decided to like, y'all I'm gonna sit out until the playoffs, <laughs> like F y'all fantasy playoffs. I'm waiting for the real playoffs. So yeah, that's, 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 what that, that's funny because in, in Jeff's league, Wendell traded to get Michael Thomas and he gave up like a second round pick for next year. Yeah, so he yes, actually gave up a lot and literally got nothing back. Oh man, that hurts. Um, because I think Michael Thomas played one game um, yeah. since he had been traded to Wendell's team. Um, for me, I'm I'm gonna go and say, um, yeah, J Rob for me in my ESPN league was really good because I uh, picked him up off waivers, um, like right when Fournette got dropped from the Jags. I I saw like pick up James Robinson. So I was like, all right, let's do it. And then um, I drafted Zeke in that league too, and J Rob ended up being like a hundred times better than Zeke. So much yeah, that I Zeke traded was Zeke. Trash. Yeah, I, I traded Zeke um, like midway through the season, um, and then uh, of course my my boy uh, Young Way Koo, um, also also picked him up off waivers. And I'll be honest, part like a small part of me in Jeff's league, we have keepers, and um, I mean it's going to be tough between Dak, Keenan Allen, and and Young Way Koo. Those are the three guys that I'm thinking about um, as as candidates for keeper, which is also devastating for me. Now I think about it. I mentioned Dak, it's losing Dak in Jeff's league um was devastating to me because uh he definitely would have made me a championship contender like a legitimate one which helps me segue to uh my least favorite um player my honorable mention for the guy I hate most is probably Josh Jacobs because he just I don't know man like he he started off solid but then he just kept giving me like eight points after that and so it was just tough but because 
it's Josh Jacobs. Like he has like name credibility. I had to start him. Um, but it ended up being Kenyon Drake was better for me than Josh Jacobs was. So go figure. Um, but uh, the guy I hate the most, and I'm sure uh, Kyle will also speak to this. It's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Um, I hate you, Carson Wentz. Um, I'm so glad. I'm actually, I'm happy that you're pouting and that you're being a little baby and you're probably never going to um, suit up in an Eagles uniform again after this season um, because you deserve it. You you deserve, I, I don't know. I don't know you if you think you're like Patrick Mahomes or or even a Lamar Jackson level. I don't know where I don't know where Carson Wentz thinks he is in the quarterback like tiers, but in reality he's basically he's basically bottom tier for me. Um and and for the fact that he was able to give me like 5 points one week is just incredibly bad. And so uh, I hate you, Carson Wentz. Derek Carr, I hate you too, but you also saved me when I needed to be, I think maybe Daryl or, or somebody in that last week of Jeff. So I, 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 will, I will forgive you, Derek Carr. But uh, Carson Wentz, um, I, I hope this is the end of you because I don't ever want to see you again on our field. Um, Kyle? Damn. Wow. <clears throat> well, I always start off with the losers so I can end with the winners. And yeah, since we're on the topic of Carson Wentz, I will say he is one of the losers uh, in my in my picks. Um, unlike JQ, who uh, you know just you know disregarded Carson's dignity, you know his humanity. <laughs> I, I'll just you know say that Carson Wentz, you're probably a better man than I am. You'll probably care more about um, people more than I do. But just um, you know, just don't ever throw a football ever again. Uh, I understand that you love um, affection and personal touch, and that's why you took the league-leading sacks this year. So I'm not going to blame you for that, that you just want to keep the ball and get sacked. Um, but uh, I wish you a, a good health and a good career. Um, but, yeah, you were terrible. I can't believe – I think if you put me – I'm not a guy who's tough by any means, and I throw terrible spirals – but I think I could have produced the same amount of sacks as he did this season, if not less. Um, another loser is um, is Tyler Lockett because uh, don't let the stats fool you. This guy is not a top 50 player. Um, I don't know what happened. That, um, top 50, top 50 I, fantasy player, football player. Top, fa- five, top 50 fantasy player. Or football player, or whatever, because I don't know what he did with Russ, but Russ just decided to not throw him touchdowns. But Lockett, thanks for nothing. Uh, you basically put up as much as like I don't even know, like Michael Gallup or something, if not worse, the last seven weeks. So thank you for that, um, Lockett. And then who else is a loser? Uh, Joe Mixon. I mean. Thanks. You were my first pick and you played like four games. So thanks for nothing. Uh, and so with the MVPs, for sure, young Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Um, he's turning into one of my favorite NFL players of all time. Just like I don't I don't think I search up any other players highlights more than Dalvin Cook. Besides the fantasy points that he gets me, I actually like watching him play because unlike Derrick Henry, who just runs straight. I mean, he, who has, when you're six, seven, 375 pounds, you could just run the ball anywhere and you're not going to get 
tackled. Binks. Dalvin, Dalvin has skill, precision, cutbacks. He's just the goat. Gal, Dalvin Cook. I'm a Cowboys fan, but I would, you know, if you were, you know, to start your own team, I would probably follow you blindly because you're my guy. Three of the last four years, number one pick. That's my guy, Dalvin Cook. And then Calvin Ridley. I'm sorry. Uh, the best receiver in the league, not Julio Jones. He's not even the best receiver on his team. It's young Calvin. Julio needs to move on so uh, Calvin could go and flourish because um, he balled out. Shout out to Calvin Ridley. Every time he played, besides that one game where he got targeted twice and laid zero, he's basically scored 15 points or higher in every single game he played in. So thank you. And then late shout outs. Y'all were hurt. But when healthy, y'all produced. Thank you, Nick Chubb. Thank you, Montgomery. Y'all were solid. And the GOAT, Young Waku, Daryl's biggest mistake of the season. Dropped him at like week four. I claimed him. Never looked back. Young Way, not only did you save my fantasy team, but you gave us a new icon. You are representation of all the Asian Americans out there with a with a dream to play professional sports in, in America. So thank you for that, Young Way. You're the goat, and that that's those are my fantasy uh, losers and MVPs. Awesome. So that um that'll wrap up our uh, our fantasy segment here, and now we're gonna um move into something a little more uh, festive, uh, something to go along with the holidays. Just want to talk about just Christmas and holidays traditions that you guys have. Um, you know, is there, is there <laughs> Kyle looks so excited to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it anyway, because this is my show, Kyle. I call the shots. So <laughs> um, for, for you guys, um, I, I was talking about this with somebody. Oh, I think I was talking about with Mon, my roommate. Um, this Christmas does feel like a little bit less, like Christmas because you know COVID and, and whatnot so it uh, it definitely has put kind of like a damper on the holidays and whatnot but um, I'm sure there are still traditions that you guys um, are, are going to keep doing to the best of your ability with your families and stuff you know is there anything specific that your your families do um, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Um, for my family we always I mean we always do the midnight mass because we play but it's always like dinner, Christmas Eve, rest, midnight mass, and then we do Filipino breakfast always in uh on on Christmas Day. That's really it. And then you watch a uh, Christmas basketball. I do, yeah. Usually, just lazy. It's a lazy Christmas day. Christmas evening is not even like. I think all the celebrations really happen on Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that's pretty much similar to to my family um, Christmas traditions. Like we have our um, like we all get dressed up for Christmas dinner, um, then wait for midnight for mass, um, and then I mean when we get home from mass, that's when we would open our gifts, kind of thing. That's when we would exchange our gifts, and then it was it's yeah. weird. Just recently, like the last few years, um, Christmas Day is pretty. Yeah, like you said, it's pretty. It's, pretty like just um pretty much just us like lounging at home i'm um, just chilling and for some reason the last few years we we decided to just go out to the movie theater and like watch like like the last few years there was like jumanji and like jumanji 2 kind of thing you know or like i don't know mary poppins or something like that you know like but obviously unfortunately nice, nice. we're probably not gonna do that but I might sign up for HBO Max for the free trial and watch Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, shout out to HBO back. So <laughs> that's what that's what I'm gonna do too. <laughs> yeah. So we might do that this year. <laughs> yeah, we we also do uh, Christmas Eve. Um, usually with my family, we'll open gifts. Um, ever since my dad became a deacon, he's been doing the midnight mass or the late mass Christmas Eve. So, um, but my family goes to Christmas Day mass, and so we'll just wait. We'll have to wait up for him to come home from like church and then exchange gifts. This year's a little different. My mom had surgery. Um, and so she's, uh, she's uh, immunocompromised. And so everything we do is going to be like outside. And so we're actually going to do Christmas, like our Christmas um, gift exchange um, and stuff. Cause we, we do like a, we do a secret Santa amongst like the adults, I guess, in our family, obviously my brother's kids, he's got five kids now they all get gifts. But like um, my siblings and my parents and I, um, instead of having to buy gifts for every single person and then also the kids and then like extended family, we just decided to do a secret Santa. So we're doing that um, again. And uh, we're just going to do our gift exchange um, after we have lunch on Christmas. And then I'll watch Christmas basketball because even though the Rockets aren't playing this year for like the first time in a few years, um, I still there's just something about Christmas basketball, like Christmas Day like the matchups, you know, they always pick pretty good matchups, like meaningful ones, ones with like good rivalries or at least good teams. Like you're, you're not going to see the Sacramento Kings playing on Christmas day. You're just not, or, or the New York Knicks, right? <laughs> we, 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 we get to see the, the really good teams um, go at it. And uh, it's just always, seen, it's going to be different without crowds, but usually Christmas basketball just seems like it means a lot more to them. Um, and it's prime time stuff. So you basically get a game every like, there's a new game every three hours or something like that the whole day. So it's, uh, that's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, that's, that's mainly what we do at my house. Um, yeah, my family usually, uh, um, prior to the pandemic, we would celebrate uh, Christmas Eve either at a, another Filipino family's house. And then, uh, and then we'd go into mass. We eat it, it flip flops. We sometimes go Christmas Eve. Sometimes we go Christmas day. I prefer Christmas Day. It just feels right for me. Uh, but uh, yeah, then but we always open up presents on uh, Christmas, like at midnight. And then yeah, just like everybody else, for me, I don't care what my family does on Christmas Day. I'm I'm just gonna be at home watching NBA all day. That's literally what I do on Christmas Day, and <laughs> that's that's what I plan on doing anyway. So, but uh, yeah, but uh, but this year I'm making. Uh, lots of lechon pork belly. So that's right. You get a yeah. lot of orders. Uh, I mean, I done what I like cap. No, like, I don't do. really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so because yeah. I don't want to really deliver to a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, are you delivering I, on Christmas Day? Yeah, just to uh, Jason hey. at Carrollton. You, when you when you deliver, you gotta deliver in a in a Christmas outfit. <laughs> no, nah, I'll probably just wear like what I like woke up in because I'm not really yeah. trying to. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm just more excited that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I, I'm just glad I got ahead of my like shopping prior to this week. Mm-hmm. Like all the gifts that I need to like buy and wrap, I've kind of settled compared to other years, but. Other than the gift wrapping, it doesn't really feel like Christmas is like in a couple of days. Yeah. So. Crazy. It's going to be this Friday. Crazy. Uh, shout out to Amazon because that's just the easiest way to, to get our gifts, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So to continue with the kind of the Christmas stuff, are there like, because I know there are people who like, they love Christmas, like the, the build up to it, whatever they de- decorate their houses, they watch like certain movies, they always have Christmas songs on. Like, are there like in the build up stuff that like gets you into the holiday mood? Like, is there like, do you have to watch like certain movies or whatnot to like get you in the spirit? Cause like for me, I think I always watch like, I for sure watch Home Alone leading up to Christmas. Um, I'm probably going to watch that tomorrow night, actually. And then, like, uh, I, I always liked The Grinch, so I'll watch The Grinch. It's been weird. I haven't been listening to Christmas music that much until, like, last week. Um, usually, I'm, like, one of those that, like, listens right after Thanksgiving. But, again, I think it's just because, like, the the weird, like, it doesn't really feel as Christmassy as before. But, like, you know, I'll, I'll put some Christmas music on in the car and stuff like that. Um, do you guys have, like, movies or, like, other things in the buildup that, like, get you kind of ready for christmas eve and christmas uh, i'll go um for me uh the last month or so uh home alone or home alone 2 has been playing so I, that's the probably the number one uh holiday like spirit movie for me like when it comes to the christmas season i just like home alone um it just because that's like when i first came to america that's what i would always watch and so it just always stuck like usually you know it's like people like elf and whatnot i'm more of a home alone home alone two person but uh, other than that as long as it's like 40 degrees or colder outside uh, like i'm good because in texas you know it varies during some decembers like if it's december like close to christmas um i remember like there are christmases that i came out from the church and it was like 75 degrees like i hate that like like i want it to be like cold like to where like like your face is freezing but there's no wind but you feel like the stillness of the cold that's that's perfect like i mean i would prefer it to be snowing but you know that's you know that's too much to ask for but yeah as long as it's like 40 degrees or lower like i'm good like that's good enough for me christmas lights around the neighborhood yep mm-hmm yeah, um, I guess, yeah, for me, for that, um, I would say, like, seeing lights, like, everybody, like, you know, driving um, down a neighborhood, and you see um, all these houses with their lights on. I mean, like, shout out to those people that really, like, go all out with putting lights, because this is my first year being a homeowner, and I legit tried to put lights on <laughs> after literally like t- like doing my garage. I was like, man, F this. <laughs> like this is all we're doing, you know? <laughs> I was like, um, but but yeah, I think just seeing lights like um around um around the neighborhoods kind of thing and just how people really get into it, you know. And I mean, like you guys said, in terms of movies, Home Alone's probably like everyone's like go-to christmas movie and my first um this this was the um just a few days ago i actually just finished watching uh christmas vacation um it's like a classic christmas movie as well yeah uh with chevy chase uh one of his like classic movies and um it's for me at least like living like i know you guys live in texas so you guys are not used to like the cold obviously or like snow like for me like this year it's been kind of weird because all december we haven't had any snow it's just it's just been like a consistent like 30 degree weather and it's kind of weird for us that's mild that's like oh shoot like it's a warm winter you know 
like by, by this time we've already had like one or two blizzards already you know so like knock on wood that doesn't happen anytime soon but you know obviously like around christmas like especially right now like this week i it'd be nice if like i saw like some sort of like snowfall you know just to kind of like get in that christmas feel like i guess it's that whole like image of like that hallmark image of how christmas is supposed to be like snow falling and like kids running around waiting for the gifts to open kind of thing like that so i mean like it, it's weird like i keep thinking it's like christmas is already in like two days really you know like two or three days so it's it, it, it still hasn't hit me but i mean because for me like christmas music i don't really like i honestly don't really care for christmas music other than like other than like Christmas Eve, like that's the only time I'll like turn on to the Christmas like radio station or like when I'm on my way to like rest. That's the only time I'll listen to like Holy Night or something like that, you know, kind of thing. But other than that, I'm not like I'm not crazy about Christmas music. So dang bro, you don't you don't mess with Michael Bublé, bro. <laughs> so it, it, I, I listen to it like at work. I work in a bank and it's like literally like christmas music is playing all day long so i'm like i don't need to hear this in the car (laughs) fair enough fair enough yeah that's that's true no but i don't know i think for me it just never really feels like christmas until like christmas (laughs) especially here in texas so you can't really like make yourself or let me try to make myself feel like i don't know but the only time when I truly felt like it was like Christmas season, I guess, is really when I was like I was in the youth because we would do caroling like beginning of like the end of November, and we literally were always doing it. So we had the Santa Claus stuff and go to houses and literally do carols, and everyone had the Christmas tree up, and so like that kind of put you in the Christmas spirit. But like lately, it just it doesn't feel like Christmas to me until like twenty twenty fourth happens, and we get we start prepping for midnight mass. And that's that's really it. I feel like uh, all of us ain't really feeling the Christmas spirit because we're still feeling those fantasy elves. That's Probably. True. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I was expecting to be a winner on Christmas. Man, I literally had like this notion that I'm like, man, all this championship money gonna pay for all these presents. I Gifts, dog. I, I know. I, I like... literally had that. Yeah, and bro. then just within moments just gone so do you, do you guys prefer to to give gifts or receive gifts when it comes to like christmas boy i'm receive. i love receiving <laughs> gifts giving gift. i mean there was a time where i was like a more thoughtful person when i was like 17 uh 17 wow 17 Whoa, uh, that? Sorry. <laughs> 17 <laughs> dang I, that's a like i became a fob and i can't even speak straight tagalog either bro that's double l you gonna have a tagalog you gonna have a fob accent speaking english but then can't speak tagalog right that's me but uh i used to be more giving when i was younger and i would give like basically nah it would be more like i went to like daily mass more often when i was younger and in those rich parishes i would get so many catholic books books donate you know but they're all like scott Hahn, jason like ever you know like top catholic dogs in their books and i'd be giving like five dollars so i'd be taking like 10 books at a time like stacks up (laughs) there like going home and i would just re-gift those to people (laughs) i was like hey man (laughs) 
<laughs> but, I, but I would wrap them like you know I would wrap yeah. them nicely but it's just like a Catholic book so I know all, all if you're my close friend and you listening to it to this pod I know you ain't opened up that rediscover Catholicism book I gave you years ago and it's <laughs> time to read Matthew Kelly is telling you come home you need to read <laughs> how, how is the rediscover Catholicism book bro yeah, yeah I gave you I was that a, I was about to no yeah I was there when we took a lot of those and you know i'm still i'm still working on the first couple of pages <laughs> i haven't i haven't needed to rediscover yet maybe <laughs> maybe next that'd be my new year's resolution i'm looking for it every every trip we've had kyle <clears throat> i literally always pack that book and i never touch it hey it looks nice bro like blue white <laughs> hardback right it's a hardback you gotta you gotta pack it but no oh, I, oh, I oh like low-key bef- like before we move on we talk about you know matthew kelly catholicism low-key uh, a, a christmas movie is the first harry potter when you know he got that knitted sweater right oh, yeah. like yeah, that yeah, always yeah. gives me uh christmas vibes obviously like uh, harry potter harry potter, <laughs> harry potter is a christmas christmas movie. yeah hey harry potter is a christmas movie that's hey, they celebrate it almost every every movie too there you go yeah which like makes you question so like wizards believe in jesus what kind of nonsense is this <laughs> that's true that's that's for another pod <laughs> um well obviously i mean with the whole receiving and giving like everyone wants to receive gifts like what the heck i like if you said nah then you're a liar but also it also feels good to give everybody gifts like I mean, I'm not giving every, I mean, it's just really within the family. And then everyone else gets like little like sock stuffers. But they get a feels, text. Yeah, that Americans <laughs> are at 12 a.m. Get all get all your pre-drafts on your old like cell phones on. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean, like, I think also um, other than just like, giving gifts to like family members or friends. I think it's also like, I mean, just the fact like you can do some like some almsgiving, you know, like I, I always try to like, at least for us, like we did like some spring cleaning kind of thing or not spring cleaning, but like winter cleaning. Like we just got rid of some clothes and everything. We just like dropped it off in like, uh, like a donation box kind of thing. You know what I mean? Something like that. Just like, like, or like, uh, like participating in a coat drive or, um, a food pantry drive kind of thing like that. I mean, that's, that's, you always feel good about it. You know, like, oh, you, ne- yeah. you never, you like, there's never a point when anyone's like, feels bad about giving, you know, especially like when it comes from the right place, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I mean, that's, you can, you can argue that's like, that's the whole like reason for Christmas, you know, to just to yeah. give, you know, yeah. for sure. Those were like, man hey let me add on to like giving at the right place because that's important you know sometimes we gotta have in this season especially like we we always just gotta have perspective on the things we have in life the things we gotta be grateful for and so for the things that you can offer and sometimes it may hurt to you know give a little bit more um but you know just know that you know, as long as like you could give something, even though it hurts you a little bit, you know, pocket wise, that um, it's still the season of giving because there is that one time, one winter, man, there's this um, less fortunate person asking for money in the streets for me. 
the only bill I had in my wallet was a $20 bill. Man, I mean, I gave that $20 bill, but unlike Daryl, my heart wasn't willing. It hurts. But uh, <laughs> I would be thinking about that. But oh, on a side note, uh, another Christmas tradition that I actually do is um, uh, yearly is that, I, well, my Tita hasn't asked this year, but I probably should send. But I send like, you know, just a little bit of money, either like 50 to $100 to her and she'll throw like a a community uh, party for our, our street in the Philippines, like for people mm. or for families who aren't fortunate enough to have Christmas parties. So she'll do like a little neighborhood. I don't know. That's probably why she asked me this year because of, you know, the pandemic. I don't think they could have large gatherings in the Philippines yet and whatnot. So, but yeah, usually I give a little something to my tita and she, she'd be organizing and giving and every year she'd be posting them on, on Facebook. And it's nice to see um that you know it actually goes towards something and for sometimes yeah, cool. you know like it hurts that i give you know 50 bucks or something but it's actually going to something greater than like at like whataburger you know we spend money on like useless things so many times like like we've spent easily y'all have easily spent at least 50 dollars ever since the canes drop episode oh, easily and, maybe and even so, 100 yeah and so like for I don't know about 100 but yeah for for mm, us to, know, you know just give a little of you know what we make to you know people who aren't fortunate enough is i think um because ultimately i think it puts to perspective because I, I was yeah, thinking yeah. about that too because at first i was kind of <laughs> just going to get my siblings like cheapo gifts and i'm not yeah. like it's still not lavish gifts but i'm like you know i want to get them something at least nice like i don't spend a little really, bit yeah uh, yeah it's like i don't usually you know spend much on anybody anyway so it's like what's the point of like living or making money if you know during moments of giving and you know joy like you can't even really fully you know offer something worth i don't know just something to think about and i think i was kind of thinking about those things because you know you know i'd be a you know super frugal but sometimes you know uh you know it's it's more than just the the price you know it's like the sentiment and the effort behind it yes for sure yeah and yeah that that also had me thinking about like i remember being in the youth um or maybe before i was in the youth because when my, my older siblings were in the youth um they had like a yearly tradition they would go to like the soup kitchen downtown in houston and just like you know help um you know hand out food to like the homeless people and that always like those those types of things always stick with you i'm sure we've all all of you guys have had you know um at some point done something like that and it that always definitely puts perspective and it's like obviously uh any time of the year when you can give to somebody less fortunate um is is you know an opportunity that we should be able to take but especially with the holidays you think about like that's you know a time of like you know being with family just being with people and celebrating and um you know not everybody has that uh fortune and some people don't even get to like be warm during the holidays so it's that's definitely something um to always think about it's like and hey, I, I didn't realize I was gonna get this deep when I asked uh, if if you guys like, <laughs> if you were receiving, but we, but we definitely got to that. But um, to something a little bit lighter to end, kind of like our holiday stuff. Um, we were talking about this uh, maybe like a week or this past weekend. Um, you know, in terms of uh, even though Daryl doesn't necessarily uh, 
<laughs> listen to Christmas songs all the time on his own. Um, we were actually wondering for you guys, uh, what's, um, you know, like the top five songs that you would say of Christmas that you guys listen to? Because uh, that's that's a tough one. All like, right. It doesn't have to be in any order. Just like, just. All right. I could, I kind of, I got it. I'll go first because I, okay. I think just comes to mind real quick. So the number one and two, I'm going to have. Uh, Mariah Carey's um, "All I Want for Christmas." Like, I don't care what Not anyone to. says. Like, says like, if if dang my my fobness really coming out this episode, but um, yeah, if you're a hater of that song, you're just a straight hater. Like, I will listen to that song back to back to back times. Like, it's just fire. Like, even I think I've listened to that song outside of the holiday season, just because like I just it's a hit. It's a hit. And then you know, just to add. You know, you know, to make the list easier, um, we'll go ahead and put Michael Bublé's version of um, "All I Want for Christmas." Like, like we, he took it slow, and I'm like, bro, you, you just copying Mariah, trying to make quick buck. But then I still be listening to that, and at <laughs> one point I'm like, yo, I mean, it's not better than the original, but I mean, hey, it's up there. Uh, so I like those two. So that's two, and then. Um, I don't know, as you know, my father just, you know, just engraved the Beatles culture in me. So uh, John Lennon's War is Over um, is always going to be there. Uh, like, War is Over, so this is Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's a good um, one. Yeah, um, and see, I used to like um, that song by everybody. The do they know it's Christmas time and oh, okay. all. But I, I've heard that the culture canceled that song because it's like offensive. So um, as far as like tune wise, like that's still a hit. But I guess just the meaning of it, everybody was saying like they just degrading the other people from those countries. That's what they said for, for that song. But so I'll still skip that. So I'm still at three war is over by John Lennon. And the number four is a home for Christmas by Danny DeCane. Uh, it's just uh, <laughs> shout out Danny DeCane. <laughs> shout outs to making the band. But ever since yeah. I was a little kid, um, I would just like that song home for Christmas by Danny DeCane because the intro is just like a little sleigh bell ring. And then they're like, I want you home. I want you home for Christmas. I want you home. I want you home for Christmas christmas day anyways uh if you don't know that song look it up home for christmas danny decane you're welcome and then for the fifth one uh i don't even know what are like uh i don't even know what's another maybe like a justin bieber one of his little like you know one of his hits um or just another michael buble from like his christmas album but you could leave the top the number five one blank because it's not oh me yeah i don't i can't i can't really think of anything so that's ariana grande's uh santa tell me oh yeah yeah never mind there you go oh and there's um no 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 no. i'm i'm doing before that no ariana has to be six because my fifth one i can't believe it it's a wonderful feeling but your heart's yeah. don't do oh, the ceiling yeah, yeah so um that song by chris uh, brown bro yeah the message oh yeah dang so actually see now all of a sudden we got christmas songs now <laughs> we'll just do the uh the number five at the in sync one you know okay yeah i like that one the what, what's the title of that merry christmas happy holidays ah uh, there you go 
Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Oh, that one, that was. Uh, yeah, that one, that one's That's one that's gonna get you up, yeah. like dancing too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Damn. I didn't even say no, no old fashioned song like these nuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, since we're going there, I'll go ahead and do my top five. Probably in no order, but I mean, you gotta go with all I want for Christmas. I know. I think JQ. Might shock everyone a little bit later, but right. uh, for me, all I want for Christmas is something that everyone listens. It's like the first song, like after Thanksgiving's done or whenever people start listening to Christmas music, that's the first song they snap themselves. Like, Aah. so it's got to be there. Um, for me, I, I do love the the chestnuts roasting. So this Christmas song, it's classic for me. Um, I also like the Have Yourself a Merry Christmas. Have Yourself. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Have, yourself a- Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah, but yep. personally, I like the um, Brian McKnight and Christina Aguilera version, mm-hmm. and they kill it. Um, fourth, I do like the Bing Cosby. Um, Bing Cosby? Bing, Bing Crosby. Is it Crosby? Cosby? I think it's Crosby. Crosby, yeah. I like his um, It's Beginning to Look a Lot. Like oh, Christmas, because yeah, yeah. yeah, the the first the first image that comes to my head is the uh, Home Alone two movie, the hotel guy. That's right. The smile, the Grinch smile. <laughs> yeah, that one. And then five. I know it's kind of tough. I would I would probably thinking about now like uh, the put that, one or, this or you Christmas. don't want by the Chris Brown one. Like oh yeah, Brown. Chris Brown one like th- this Christmas. Oh, la- this no, Christmas, last, right? last Christmas. Last Christmas. It's, it's this Christmas. This no, Christmas. this Christmas. It's this this Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one, that one's good. Yeah, you gotta get like something Yo, like you know. Oh, that, you gotta have some yeah. Chris Brown. I mean, yeah, some we, are, we are notorious for standing Chris Brown on yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> so we gotta get him on the top five. <laughs> and then uh, a bonus one is uh, prepare the way. <laughs> Yo, prepared the way, bro. A lot. Oh, no, bro. bro. The voice of one calling in the desert, too. <laughs> That's a Christmas. The, the voice of one calling is the Christmas song, bro. <laughs> I mean, hey, who's that voice? The voice of young baby Jesus. <laughs> nah, but prepared the way, bro. Make ready your hearts, man. Make ready your. That homes. one goes hard. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll I'll make it three for three with Mariah Carey. And <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a top five. Jeez, like I mean, oh, I'll, I can. I gotta say, uh, like you guys mentioned it. It's funny. Like it's probably one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies. Is uh, is this Christmas with Chris Brown and like mm-hmm. well, like Idris Elba was in um Elba was in it, right? Yeah. Like yeah, all these uh like. Yeah, that, that's probably one of it, it's weird. It's like I, I watched it one time. I'm like, yo, this this like got me feeling Christmas, you know. So I gotta say, um, so Mariah Carey, Chris Brown, um, and I honestly like for me, just like I know this this might be me, this might be a cop out, but I would say like the Home Alone soundtrack. Like honestly, when I my dad loves Home Alone so much that like he just plays the soundtrack, and it's like. It's all the classic songs like Oh Holy Night, like rocking around the Christmas tree kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's yeah. Home, like, Alone, Home Alone soundtrack, Christmas soundtrack is pretty fire. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's solid, you know? Like if you listen to that just for Christmas, like you're good. 
kind of thing. So, like, it's it's a cop out, but I think I'm I'm gonna have to go with that. <laughs> okay. Also, uh, don't mind Kyle just brought us into the bathroom first. I know. I was like, "Yo, what's going on?" I think Kyle, Kyle's so invested in this conversation, he didn't want to like just leave the room. I don't want to be disrespectful. I'm committed. I'm showing the people that I'm committed to this podcast. At first, I was like, "Where is he going?" Dude, I've been holding it in. Uh, okay, so that's your your top five, Daryl. Um. Like Mariah Carey, uh, Chris Brown, rocking around the Christmas tree, oh holy night, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Nice, love it. Yeah, so, um, I don't know, for me, it's uh, as much as I like uh, Mariah Carey's song, I think for the reason that everybody and their mom sings it. It might have to not be in the top five for me. Just attack this guy, guys. Sometimes, sometimes I get annoyed with these people. Like Pal said, it's literally the day after Thanksgiving, and they're like singing Mariah Carey, and I'm like, I don't know. For me, sometimes I'm like, if you can't hit that high note, don't don't do the high note. But so you're letting people's reaction to the song dictate, dictate bro. The, song the love. Itself. Exactly, I am. Singing, no, but also because it's it's just hard because I um my favorite Christmas song is This Christmas, um whether it be the Donny Hathaway original or Chris Brown, I like both. Um, they both have a little different vibe to each other, um but for sure This Christmas is there for me. Um, I I do like uh Ariana's Santa Tell Me, so that's in my top five. Um, Let It Snow by Boys to Men. Um, they also debuted that in the um the uh fresh the fresh prince christmas episode when did you, Will mean, was trying uh, to, did you mean let it go no let it snow oh. <laughs> <laughs> but let it go go hard it should that's be- a good one too <laughs> but yeah by, by boys to men let it snow it, it was when uh when will smith was trying to get a um a christening gift for baby nikki and he he told them he was gonna get boys to men they had the whole episode of that so uh that's that's in my my top five um jackson five santa claus come to town Oh, that's a there good one. Cause I mean, oh, and oh, and Jackson Five's uh, "Give Love on Christmas Day." Yeah, that, oh, that, that's a good one too. Ooh. But like, I mean, Jackson Five, come on now, young young yeah. Michael, go hard. Yeah, you you cannot deny young Michael. Yeah, you can't ever. It's like no matter what history says about Michael Jackson, no one can taint young Michael. Right. So young Michael didn't do anything. We're forever, are we're forever allowed to listen to Jackson Five? Yeah. Def- oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, probably gonna get canceled for that too. <laughs> Whatever. <I'm>, I... <laughs> um, and then uh, and then Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, in sync. That's my top five. So, um, this Christmas, Santa, tell me, let it snow. Santa Claus coming to town and Merry Christmas. That that one, that Santa Claus coming to town, a good one. But yeah, Jackson Five out. Oh yeah, Jackson Five's Christmas album is a banger. It's actually. good. It's really good. So I might listen to that tonight. Yeah. Dang, low key, I, like out of nowhere, I was like, I don't even know Christmas songs, and then boom, we got like 50, <laughs> exactly. 50 songs out of nowhere. Yeah, you gotta but... you gotta clip this JQ, and you gotta post this, and then everyone's gonna start listening to Christmas music. We're gonna yeah. put the Christmas feeling and the Christmas spirit into people's home. The yeah. Large Guy Podcast, starting with Daryl. 
We might come out with a Christmas album next. Yo, I'm looking at a oh, Christmas, Christmas playlist album. on Spotify right now. I'm just like, yo, <laughs> you got some bangers on here. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like, I mean, I, I also like uh, some of the Justin Bieber, like, yeah, Mistletoe is pretty good. Mistletoe, yeah, I was going to say. Um, Destiny's Child has a good uh, Christmas album as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, I like their Silent Night, and uh, somebody mentioned it earlier. Um, Brian McKnight, his Christmas album's really good. Um, I, Chance has one. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Chance. yeah, Chance does have one. Have you every? He has one every year. He does. He does. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> Tori Kelly's Christmas album? Because that one's really good. Um, no, it no. Just, just came out recently. Um. But there, yeah, there's there's a lot of options. Dude, yeah, the Frozen soundtrack. Frozen's good. The Frozen dang. soundtrack, but dang, low-key, I did not think of this topic to be uh, in, as intriguing as I originally thought. I was like, JQ, let's move on from this Christmas episode. <laughs> kind of lame. It turned out not bad, but that's a, that's because of the not the greatness of your idea, more so the greatness of our personalities in here. <laughs> Not but, you bro, though, Grinch it, wearing sweater. Bro, what if I tell you that the the top five songs, like you know, I I brought it up. Would it be a good idea now? I never said it wasn't. Well, <laughs> actually, no. I would have just been opposed to the Christmas topic, regardless, because my mindset was 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 fantasy and then basketball. So yeah, the we Christmas gotta, thing, we gotta we gotta bring some joy. No, it's I get it. I, I our, get it. In our hearts. No, you're trying to cater to more audience because they're like, we don't listen to sports. There, there needs to be a different topic. So this is for for uh, for Cat. This is for you probably because JQ forces you to listen every app. So this segment was for you, the Christmas episode. Uh, Daryl, anime probably will watch this. Um, you could tell Arette that um, you know, she could listen to this segment because it's not about nonsense we talk about. <laughs> So I guess for all the non-sports fans, hey, this was your. How about me, bro? You didn't mention my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Nah, uh, I'm just kidding. For, oh. for, for, for Hallie. <laughs> Hallie's gonna. Let, I'm, I'll put on AirPods on her. Yeah, but dang, low key. Yeah, not not a bad, um, not a bad uh, topic. But we should, yeah, we should move on. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think also talking about this did make me a little bit more slightly more into the to christmas yeah. now. no but, not gonna lie i'm i'm gonna listen to christmas songs now like those the ones you mentioned like we, we, we've we've done it we've done our job there um, i'm not gonna yeah, lie like, i don't know if i've ever listened to that jackson like jackson five on my dude no you got to it's it's good like Can't on your way to work you. tomorrow it's bro yeah that's a banger bro like there's i mean jackson five always brings good energy anyway yeah for sure their christmas stuff is so good it's because their childhood was so filled with bad energy i'm sorry anyway so um (laughs) moving on uh kyle mentioned the nba and i mentioned today's opening night of the nba so we're gonna do a little preview um i was thinking obviously we're gonna talk about our teams we all support four different teams but also i was thinking uh, we could do just predictions for the awards. So MVP. Yeah. We think who's MVP? Who's your rookie of the year? Defense player of the year? Coach of the year? Six man stuff like that. Um, and then we can kind of close with like, you know, is there somebody that you're expecting to break out or you know whatnot? Um, but we'll just start with our team. So um, I guess we'll, we'll we'll start with the uh, the reigning champs. Um, Pow, you know what's the what's your outlook for the season? Um, obviously I think I know the answer to this, but is it championship or bust once again for you guys? I don't think it's bust, but I'm not, 
Oh, I mean, I am confident in in our in our team and what we have this year that we can make a run again at the championship. But I, I'm worried. I just after watching tonight, it's just they need to gel a little better with with the new the newly required players. It's because, um, like again, I don't think we're gonna win a championship this year based on our offensive like power. It's always gonna be on the defensive end, especially with a Frank Vogel coach team. And um, I know we lost, like, some athleticism by, like, getting rid of Dwight and JaVale and having Mark. But, I mean, we have Montrez. It's, it's just a little – they got to figure out the rotations because right now we have two – we have a lot of players. And I don't think I'm – not, I'm not big on a 10, 11-man rotation. I like it, like, trimmed down nine. to – yeah. And so – but I am excited to see – um hopefully lebron is still physically you know there even though he's it's what his 18th season 17th yeah, 18th. 18th should be 18 now. yeah 18th season um hopefully ad plays up to the standards of what he's getting paid um i'm excited for dennis schroeder um i'm excited to see tht if he's gonna get a lot of big playing minutes and see if he actually um develops to be one of our bigger role players but um i don't know we'll see i i need to see them gel first so it's gonna um, take a couple of games just like it did last year yeah do you think that kyle kuzma deserved that extension would you have given him that money i mean it wasn't I a think, lot of money yeah but. i think so i mean for kuzma he shows up and does what he needs to do i think uh it's just because he was the last remaining of that young that young Lakers squad that got left on the Lakers. The expectations for him are so high. But, I yeah. mean, what can you do when you're playing with LeBron and AD? Like, he's going to sure. get overshadowed every time. Yeah. Uh, KCP but, also looks like – KCP is good. KB looks good. Uh, he looks motivated. Like, most guys – a lot of times, guys get, like, a little bit of money, and then they, they're like, I, I already got yeah. the bag, so I don't have to play as hard. KCP looking like he's trying to prove something this year. Yeah, I like KCP. I think he just had a couple of rough first years with LA, but I think I'm, I'm excited for him too. I'm not really worried. I'm excited for West. Like I think he's, I personally think he's an upgrade from Danny Green myself because he's a lot more mobile and plays better defense. And you hear that, Kyle? <laughs> so, yeah, I'd be telling them. So. Oh, yeah, uh, will you be mad if the Lakers don't win a title this year? Yeah, I mean, I'd be like upset. It just depends on who wins. Dang, bro! Like, isn't like one enough? Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's true. Like, how many more? Like, no, I get it. I mean, if if I'm young, it depends I'll, who wins like, the championship. You know. I mean, I don't mind like helping LeBron's legacy like more and more by all means, but it's like I don't know. I mean. I guess I could, if I the Mavs win a title, I would prefer that they would win every year, anyways. Every year, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. especially with this team we had, it'd be a little bit disappointing, like with the moves that we made. If we yeah, and also, win. and the fact yeah. that y'all have LeBron and AD, like, why? Like, yeah, yeah I, well, for me, I would probably view it as championship or bust every season with those yeah. two. Yeah, that's so. what I, I would agree. Yeah. So, yeah. do you, do you think you're a better team this year than last year? Cause I think, I think, I think offensively, we are because Marcus soul is a better offensive player than Dwight and JaVale. Same with Trez. 
but we lose a lot of athleticism on the defensive end with having Mark in there. And uh, also Rondo not running that second team is huge. Yeah. Because Schroeder, I mean, he's good, but he's not like a the playmaker that Rondo is. And I think Schroeder's starting, so. Yeah, Schroeder's a scorer. Like, yeah. like Rondo set the pace yeah. for that squad, so. Yeah. We'll see. And I think they're trying to have Caruso do that, set the pace for that second squad. And I don't know if he's really. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. There. Remains so. to be seen. But okay. Uh, I'll go real quick because uh, I'm just trying to keep this uh, quick. But uh, the Mavs are looking good. They're everyone's favorites. Uh, I feel good about the Mavs, but it's just – it's like now it's like I got to like take it as much as like – you know, like with being – it's like Powell knows this because he's a Lakers fan and a Cowboys fan. And so for me, like I know like the Cowboys fan – like just if you're a Cowboys fan, you just know the baggage that comes along with it because they're such a high profile team that there's gonna be Cowboys haters everywhere. And like we've been used to that our whole lives. And now I think with Lucas Stardom and the Mavericks on the rise, I feel like we're the next team that people will like try to hate on and over and say over. Yeah, and I could already see that and I wouldn't like be surprised or be mad at it too but as long as i know like how like the team is because like usually the fan base like there there's people in the fan base that are more delusional than some and and for this year for the mavs i'm willing to be delusional just because i think they made the right moves to compete like i expect bigger unlike last year which I was like, whatever, like the Mavs for me should make the West Conference finals. Like that's that's just me just because they upgraded like Jason. Uh, Josh Richardson is such a huge upgrade, like just getting someone of that caliber, I think helps the Mavericks. And then obviously it's going to be depending on Porzingis because like I'm all in on Porzingis. Like I, I doubted this man after like seven games to the Mavs and said he sucked, but Porzingis is the real deal. Like from what he's shown me when he's healthy, like I'm all in. Like there's no like there's no one gonna stop the Mavs if healthy offensively. I don't think they're gonna like lock down teams, but with you know, with their superstars healthy with Luca and KP, I think they have enough uh, star power offensively. And then with, um, you know, they're still good defensively. And we got uh, Dwight Powell back. We have Jalen Brunson, Maxi still elite. Uh, DFS yeah. is still elite. So um, defending wise, Timmy. Um, yeah, THJ, Trey Burke. I literally, there's not a single player on the Mavs from like Willie Cauley Stein to Bobby. Like there's uh, from our rookies, Josh Green and Tyrell Terry. Like I love every single players on the Mavs. Uh, like even like, that's why um, even though it devastated me that JJ left, um, you know, I'm still confident about this team. It's just a matter of Luca taking us uh, for as long as like he could take. Um, but yeah, I have high expectations and hopes for the Mavs. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, the spotlight is more on us in Dallas and there's going to be more criticism. I'm ready for it. But I'm excited because, man, three years ago, I was excited for Dennis Smith Jr. So, like, the <laughs> fact that that the Mavs have something, you know, like, I literally thought after Dirk that it was, that's it. Like, I'm going to be, like, a Knicks fan 
you know so but the fact that we're in this position is just unreal i don't take it for granted i know it's gonna there's gonna be heartbreaks and failures but when you have somebody of this caliber and you have you know what we have in dallas like i think it's worth whatever pain you go through and i'm willing to invest in that yeah and i think um i think luke is also in a very good spot i don't think i mean if they win the championship it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it's not like people are saying, oh, he has to win mm-hmm. compared to like a Giannis, you know? No, yeah, no. The fact that Luka is an MVP favorite this season is just, I I mean, he's way ahead of my personal trajectory. Of course. And yeah. I, was, I was all in on Luka. I have all the tweets to prove it because even in April prior to that draft I was already praying that he'd go to the Mavs and the fact that he's on the Mavs and then he's at a 21 this good I am like it's it's kind of nuts because you know we've all been watching NBA for so long and the fact that something new happened before our eyes is like I'm still kind of like like I'm, I still like he's here in Dallas and I get to watch him and, you know, thankfully, praise God, I've got to see him live already. But the, the fact that I'm going to be blessed with more years of him, unbelievable. I would have never believed it. So, yeah. And of course, his lovely family is here too. shout out to his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daryl, uh, how are you feeling about uh, the Bulls? We talked a little bit about it yesterday when it was just me and you, but um, how are you, you feeling? Um, see, I'm like, I'm like, probably I'm like the three of y'all, like y'all have, your teams have like title aspirations, like <laughs> Bulls, like I'm just, I'm just hoping for a playoff, like, like a playoff scene. Like, I think, um, but it, it, it's, um, it's different this year because we, we have a new front office, we have a new coach. So I think just getting rid, rid of the old, um, old regime it's giving like everybody here in Chicago like just kind of like a new sense of hope like I mean honestly like compared to last year um it's pretty much the same roster that they're bringing back like the same core players with with Levine um Kobe White like um, Wendell Wendell um I mean Otto Porter I mean I know he's more of like I like Gafford yeah, yeah, Lowry. Um, and so it's so we're, we pretty much have the same roster, but like I, like unlike like the last few years, I honestly even during the start of the new season, I just didn't even really care because I was just like, man, this the squad is like they're good, but it just doesn't seem like they play well, you know, like they they don't really play like good team basketball. But having uh, Billy Donovan as the head coach now, I'm like hoping. For a for a much improvement from all of our players, really, just just pretty much the the development of our young guys like Kobe White. Um, hopefully, Lowry um, has a bounce back season. Wendell Carter, uh, you know, develops into like the center that he was drafted to be, kind of thing like that. And honestly, with Levine, like I know he's probably our best player. I've never never really been like that big on him just because I never really saw him as a as a top guy on a team. I always saw him as a you know maybe a two, like um like the second best player on a on a title contender, you know, or third best player kind of thing like that. So, um, so I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully he uh you know he has like an all star season. But for me, honestly, I'm just hoping more for like us to kind of like at least like make the playoffs like honestly I'll take seventh or eighth seed just because I know the east 
Um, you could argue the East um, got a little bit better this year. Yeah. Um, so getting the seventh or eighth seed, I'll take that just to kind of like get these guys to like get our young guys to like learn how to to win a little bit, you know, and then just you know develop into better players. But honestly, for us, like, I mean, like we haven't like at least again, it's the same team, but just having a new front office and having a new head coach just gives the city like you know towards the basketball team like we just feel like all right we we actually got a decent decent squad to like make the playoffs so yeah, yeah they're uh the Bulls starting five like i like like from like kobe white to porter to levine larry and wendell they're all solid even your bench with chris dunn and sato yeah. um like the bulls have players like the mm-hmm. and compared to the nba you know 10 years ago basically even like those guys who aren't household names they could still hoop like Levine Levine's not an all-star but he's still like a top 20 scorer and I think for the Bulls they I think the Bulls should be more happy that they have Levine than the Warriors um, are happy that they have Wiggins like because I didn't really think um, that Levine I don't know I think Levine is probably better than Wiggins at this point right now and mm-hmm. I didn't think that was a thing you know two three years ago so um, yeah the Bulls I think just like the Wizards like they have the talent um, and the young you know core to you know be a low seed in the east like granted they'll probably get popped by like you know the Heat or the Nets but you know to just experience like playoffs and winning basketball yeah. for young players, I think that's important. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I mean, I've always still rooted for the Bulls. Like even, um, like just I don't know. Even prior to D Rose, like I've always like like Ben Gordon, Luol Deng, Captain yeah, Kirk, yeah, yeah. Um, Heinrich, uh, even like John Salmons, like you know, like yeah, Salmon. So uh, yeah, no, I've always liked the Bulls. So like shout outs Joe Kim Noah too, Boozer. But uh, yeah, hopefully this year. It's looking like, up, Daryl. Yeah, I mean, I like their squad. And with the East, like, I feel like, you know, those bottom teams, like the Magic, the Hornets, all you, like the Bulls, Wizards, they're all about, like, you know, they're all in the same area. It's the yeah, matter exactly. of execution. Because if you look at the wins and losses of those teams, yeah, they rack up, like, else and the losing column. But if you look at those games, they just hurt. They just lose in, like, heartbreaking fashion. Yeah, like, they compete. Yeah. Know, so. Yeah, no, it'll be fun, especially in the East. I like the East. Like for me, they the the whole stigma of the East is lame. I mean, yeah, I've always I think that's like, no more. I've all no even back then. I've always just enjoyed even like the bottom tiers, like the Pistons, like all of them. I I, I like watching them. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. I just like the NBA. Pacers. That's just me. No, for <laughs> sure. Um, and I think also with the the playoff format of uh, the nine and ten seed can challenge for seven and eight. Um, also opens it up for a team like the Bulls to to possibly like you know still yeah. have a shot because um, they're they're definitely like one of those like I could see like gonna be around the 500 type right. um, towards the end of the season so that that'll be interesting. Um, I was gonna say uh, our, our your feelings on uh, Patrick what is Patrick Williams? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the our pretty much our first round pick this year, no, number four overall. Um, I honestly, like, it was funny because, like, when the draft was happening and, like, we – that's the guy that we picked. And I was like, man, who the hell is this guy? Like, I honestly didn't know who he was. Like, I didn't see any of his highlights. And 
it's funny because like if you guys remember the draft, like like when they picked him, they didn't even show any of his college highlights. They yeah. <laughs> like picking flowers. And I'm like, what's going on, man? Who the hell is this guy? You know? So I was like, I was kind of pissed, but then I started watching like like you know, highlights and like clips of um you know, of his college um, career and whatnot and just reading about articles about him. And I mean, just seeing like his, uh, just seeing him play during the preseason, like he's solid, you know, like, I mean, I think he's got like the, he he's a pretty big guy for, I think he, they're going to put him on the, in the three, either the three or the four, like he's like a swing forward kind of thing. So like, he's, he's got a shot. He's got like, he, he's, he's pretty much got it. Like his defense, like, is good. Like, it's just like developing his offense. So, I mean, I'm hoping like, I'm hoping he can, can just develop. I mean, he was the youngest player, I believe in the NBA draft. So he's like 19 years old. So yeah, like he's got, I'm sure he's got like two or three years before he starts making some noise. But I mean, hopefully again, just like, um, like with this team, like this team is so young that I just, I mean, they just need to develop to like, you know, to learn how to win. And just like learn how to to play together, pretty much. For sure, yeah. For the Rockets, all I gotta say is James Harden staying, and we're winning the championship. I'm telling you guys right now, he's he's staying. We're in the championship. I don't care if he this morning the reports came out that he um, he threw a ball at one of our rookies in practice. I don't care because. He's a rookie, and this guy was undrafted. So throw as many balls as you want at the undrafted rookie. I don't care. Um, Harden, Harden, look, if you look at our roster and in terms of the uh, supporting cast, I don't know what Harden's complaining about because this is the best supporting cast he's had since uh, we had that team that um, came up from down 3-1 against the Clippers. John Wall's looking nice. Christian Wood only played one game, looking nice. DeMarcus Cousins looking nice. Um, we still have PJ Tucker. We still got a Daniel House. Um, apparently, he's recovered from uh, getting kicked out of the bubble. So good, good for him. We uh, <laughs> we we got rid of Austin Rivers, which kind of hurt me a little bit. And we waived Gerald Green, but he'll be back. I I, I don't I, I'm not too worried about that. I think he'll be back at some point. Um, but we we got some players, you know, like bro. Not- you you don't like Eric Gordon? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, of course Eric Gordon's there, and Eric Gordon's looking healthy. But at the same time. Eric Gordon looks healthy, like at the beginning of every season. And y'all have uh, Kmart's son. Oh yeah, KJ Martin, and he's he's a, he's bouncy, bro. So like that's the first young player um, that has a lot of upside that we've gotten in a while. Uh, Bruno Caboclo, um, the the young Brazilian talent. Um, I think I think he uh, if SMU he alum Sterling Brown. Oh yeah, Sterling Brown. See, like so we we've got some guys. It's it's just you know obviously a lot of them haven't played together. And uh, if you put superstar, you know, MVP um, caliber James Harden on the on that team, like that's a good team. So I think they're good on those... paper. They're good on paper. It's Very good on paper. A matter yeah. of Harden playing with them. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's the part. But um, what what gave me a little bit of hope is that um, you know he had only practiced with Christian Wood for like three days because Christian Wood was hurt um for for a few days and they were running that pick and roll pretty well and so i think if he finds a guy he's got a big man that he can pick and pop with in in christian wood and demarcus cousins too so it's like there's it's not like a clint capella situation where somebody's clogging up the middle and all you can do is throw lobs to them um like he like the spacing is going to be fine john wall is looking good 
They have a little more dimensions to their team besides. I, Kikau, yeah, I, I think so too. And I think I think you know Sterling Brown is a very underrated player, and I think his his energy and defense actually brings a lot to. Um, and so we'll see. All I'm saying is the documentary for this season, if we win, is going to be crazy because hey. you're you're going <laughs> to see all the behind the scenes of Harden's life. It's going to be wild. Um. All right. Well, you know. So. <laughs> If Harden but, does leave Houston, will you like still root for Harden? That's funny. Oh. Daryl asked me that yesterday. Um, yeah, for me, and so funny, somebody tweeted about this uh like two through before preseason started. Um, they said that, and I think I mentioned it um on the last pod, but it, it is true. It's like you think about it like you we're we're all thinking about James Harden's happiness over ours. Like that's what we're prioritizing. And it's true because I mean at this point. He's been with the Rockets close to 10 years, right? He, I mean, before, before he got to the Rockets, we were, we were eighth seed at best. Right. And so like, you know, we're, we're perennial top five um, team, you know, second round to Western conference finals. He was the MVP. He's given us obviously short of a championship. He's given us everything he can. Uh, If he wants to go to a contender, I don't mind. My only thing is that this roster here is a contender. (laughs) Um, no i feel that i would like yeah i personally just the traditional list in me i would like to just see james harden stay in houston just but just from seeing the writing on the wall and seeing his track history i just think that he's like as far as houston lifestyle i think it's been capped like to where he's done everything that that is to do that's for fun and leisure in Houston that that he just needs to go to a new city not not because of like the team or the culture like he just wants a new city like new probably new friends like new restaurants new, new, new clubs yeah like you know yeah. things like that and I think that's why he's always just hanging around rappers because it's like what else I mean he ain't got no family he a bachelor so what else is he gonna do and then in in texas of all places like i mean houston can get popping i like you know as far as houston food they have things to offer but i mean yeah there's a certain part of houston that he enjoys too yeah yeah that's what i'm saying (laughs) but what what you've said 10 years almost 10 years in houston like he might be seeing the same old the same old players in those places you know the same old the same old dance moves so um so he probably he probably just tarted that, so yeah. And- I would, but I would literally like to see him run it with this squad because, you know, it's a little different. Like you know, Russ is different from John Wall, but you know they're kind of similar styles. But yeah. as long as you have a dog like those players, like yeah, who else would exactly. you like rather go to war with? And with all due respect, with with James Harden's style play, like he's just going to have to like be grateful for his teammates. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not like all like type of players will cater to his style, yeah. you know? So you've been lucky. MVP. Well, let's see, you know, if we don't win a championship, it's not like I'm going to like cry about it. Um, Cause it's not <laughs> realistic for us. But I, I, I do think that um, if it, when it all comes together, if he stays, we should at least be a top five team, I think in the West still, I think, I think that's, I think yeah. that's reasonable to say, yeah. Yeah, I you think we're still, talent. Yeah, we're we're still ahead of I'd say you know the Utahs, even Phoenix, you know those teams of the world, uh, the Spurs. And oh yeah, 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 for sure. As far um, as star power, maybe yeah. I would. I'm a little biased. Are we above Portland? 
I I would say that y'all are probably better than Portland, but not Phoenix. I don't know. I just like I, I like the Suns. I like the Suns. Like even oh, right. yeah. I mean, since we're talking about the Suns, I actually don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Um, wow. That, right, I, but do, for me, yeah. for me, right. I I just don't believe in DeAndre. Like I love. I actually really like Devin Booker. I just don't believe in their like. I'm not really a believer of Aiden. Cam Johnson, like, who is that guy? No, bro. Aiden's coming out this year. I'm, I'm not sure. Year. That, that's just is me for a third year. Yeah, yeah. yeah we can discuss um yeah, after year. after the first week of the season. We could do our yeah. playoff team predictions, all star. All yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm just thinking of the uh, you know like yeah, they're a good team, but I'm still thinking of you know the Grizzlies are improving. The Spurs are always going to be the Spurs, you know. Dang, bro, you hate Phoenix that much. I think the Suns you put you put Memphis you put Memphis over Phoenix. I'll put the Pelicans over Phoenix. That's more reasonable, That's yeah, but yeah, but not but... not the Spurs or this the... is this is all I'm saying though. So out of all the teams that made the Western playoffs last year, the only you team that's like not going to make it, bro. the only you team not like making Chris it for sure is OKC, right? Yeah. So that means that means yeah. they're going to have to be better than either. You know, like the the teams that were um, positioning themselves for that play in, which was Pelicans, Grizzlies, yeah. Spurs. We'll I see. think, I think, yeah, right, they we'll have win. an advantage though because they have Chris Paul. We'll see, we'll yeah. see, we'll talk. Well, yeah, we'll. So MVP picks and like all yeah, that. Yeah, then let, let, let's right. do that. Yeah, mine. I'll do mine real quick. MVP. Everyone already saying it. And with his leap last year, I mean, I think Luca was a top five finalist. There's no like reason why he's not the clear favorite this year and right. if and especially if porzingis is gonna be out for some time it's only gonna like you know make his campaign even stronger and everybody's already putting it to writing so i mean what's next i mean he's putting um he's getting all the trajectory and all his expectations anyways like first year rookie of the year second year all-star starter might as well yeah go for that mvp in the third year so yeah luca uh defensive yeah. player of the year probably one of them big guys again like like gobert or ad i would like to see ad win it he wanted to win it last year or i don't know who else is like you know maybe you know i would just always give it to the big man because that's what you know it's easier to give it to them rather Status than quo, a yeah. player um but ad or gobert probably and um what else are we doing what other awards most improved, most improved. oh Best most man, coach of the year and, and rookie most, most improved shoot dang this is gonna be tough probably uh well probably in the they won't make it but i will say like most improved player or the award or like who's gonna make a leap like the award the award most improved uh i'll just go with my guy aaron baines like i love aaron baines <laughs> he's gonna set the tone in toronto bring a new bring the australian culture in canada and they're just gonna be even more tougher so most improved player um aaron baines or kelly Ubre, tsunami poppy uh coach, coach of the year um hopefully uh our guy steven silas uh, you know with the rockets but i don't know probably steve nash he'll have the spotlight on him he has the talent and the roster the um but if not steve nash probably spo again or like um 
Yeah, Spo, Spolestra, Steve Nash, and uh, Steven Silas. Those are my top three picks. And what Six are these men. Thrones? Six, Six men and Ricky. Six Damn. men. Dang, I know. Psh, Trey Burke. Trey Burke, sixth man of the year because <laughs> he's the GOAT or Jalen Brunson. One of the Mavs players, they all deserve it. It would be J- It should be J.J. Barea, but, you know, he's just getting paid because he's the GOAT right now. So sixth man of the year, I'll go with Trey Burke. Why not? Uh, it's conceivable, you know. I'll, I'll probably have a better pick later on. You can't – preseason picks for sixth man most improved <laughs> is terrible. Like, I got nothing to base off. Um, and then Rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. Uh, shoot, I don't even know if sure the rookies, bro. Like, I don't even know, like, uh, Obi Topi or something. What's his Obi Toppin? Obi Toppin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, uh, no, Bull Bull, since he's going to be eligible as a rookie. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. yeah he is. Oh, yeah, then give him the rookie of the year yeah, for sure. Yeah, give, give Bull Bull the rookie of the year. That's, that's my guy. Yeah, that's it. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead. MVP, I'm also going to go with Luca because... I thought, honestly, Luka was my MVP uh, pick last year. If he hadn't got injured, I thought he could have yeah. easily won the um, the award. But I would I would like AD to win, but it's hard for him. To, he's not going to win it with, with being on the team with LeBron. So I think I think uh, Luka will get MVP. Um, what's next? So most uh, defensive player of the year. Let's go with uh, with AD. But again, maybe playing with LeBron, not I don't know. I'll go with AD. Um, most valid, what is it? Most improved, most improved. Gosh, man, this is tough because you know, it's like you don't know, like so many players are gonna be improved. No, I'm I'm gonna go with THT, Tail and Horn Tucker. He's gonna take, he's gonna, he's gonna blow the the league. Yeah, he's gonna make a big of a jump. <laughs> him or like I don't know, friggin' yeah, Julius Randle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Di won last year, right? So maybe maybe yeah. it's Julius now. So one of the the old Lakers. One of the youngins. old Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> or ball or Lonzo. Let's go with Lonzo. Let me go. Yeah. With, I'm gonna go with Lonzo. I like Most that. I like. Lonzo. I like that. That's a good one. I want Lonzo to get. Oh there. shoot, bro! That? Rookie of the year. Why didn't it say Lamelo? Lamelo. <laughs> yeah, bro. Come on. Hold on, real quick, real quick. I know it's Powell's turn, but I forgot since I, my mind was clovered. Um, defensive play of the year, along with AD, I'm gonna probably mention uh, Bam Adebayo or Marcus yeah. Smart or Marcus Smart. One of those. All right, that's it. And then rookie of the year besides Bol Bol uh, Lamelo. Lamelo. Bol It could have been. The, it could have been Leangelo. Leangelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, for me, I guess I'll go with rookie of the year. I might go with uh, what's his name from Golden State Wiseman. <laughs> I think because Clay, uh, Clay, Steph doesn't have any help, so I think he's gonna have a big year. And, but, but who else? Is I don't there? know. I feel like they have to win games, though. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. Or yeah. or that uh the the guy in the wiz the guy in the wizards. Oh, Denny. Yeah. But what's uh what else? Six man. I'm gonna go with my guy Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> oh, that's a Show good up. one. That's a good one. That's a good Show one. for the Pinoise. Yeah, that's a good um, one. And then coach of the year. I'm gonna go. I'm, I believe in the in the sense this year. I think Monty Williams is gonna win this. That's a good one too. Yeah, that's a good one. 
They'd have to get to a certain seed, though. Like they'd have to they, be a top five. They're gonna do it, bro. If, do if they it. make also, the playoffs, he might he might be in the. Also, I didn't mention the Warriors are also gonna be in playoff contention for that eight seed. So no, they're know, not. Man. The Warriors are trash. Now nah, you know, hey, you never know. No, they're trash, bro. I've seen enough. They're trash. <laughs> You've seen one game. <laughs> no, they're the same team from last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without Clay. Yeah, without Clay, I forgot. It's tough. And, I mean, they had all they had is Kelly Oubre, and he's not really and, like. Well, they have Wiggins too. The Warriors do have players, but I just, dude, Steph's a fraud. It will be he's not a fraud. I mean, I love Steph, but it will be manifested this season. I cannot. <laughs> it's going to be hard to win with that team they have. We'll see. No excuses, man. He has players. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh, Daryl. All right. Um, see, I, w- I want to go with Luca as well, just because. But since the two of you said it, I'll go. Uh, I'll go with somebody different. Um, Kobe. Zach okay. Levine. Are you going to Zach Levine? <laughs> go with Lowry. Kobe White. No, no man. Don't you? How are you going? It's it's Mitch for you. MVP is Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh the God. guy. Um, no, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Dame. Dame Lillard. I would say him just because I think he, I think Portland got um, improved a lot. Like I mean, they got um, didn't they get so. uh, they they get Covington, they got Cantor yeah. and everything. But I just think it's his time, man. I think it's it's his time to that's to a good win, like, to win a it. Um, so I'd go with with Dame and then Defensive Player of the Year. Just from uh, just from what we saw uh, last year, or at least in the bubble, um, I got I'm gonna go with Bam, um, Bam and Abayo as a defensive player of the year. And what else? Rookie. Six man, rookie. Six man. <sighs> All right. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh no! Most improved. Um. Would would Kevin Durant count just because he was gone all season? <laughs> no, no fool. Uh, I think not. Be... Just because it's based on stats. Yeah, all right, I think right. he's gonna be uh, in, a, in the MVP. He might be in the MVP like <laughs> running. I was gonna say that. Like that's an easy pick right there, man. Um, no, I would. I'd probably go with. Uh, I'll go with my guy Lowry. <laughs> Lowry Market. Uh, most improved. I'm expecting uh, in a big year. Yeah, I, I mean, like. It was just he just had like a terrible year last year, but before that he was like he was he had like a good like start to his career. So I'm I'm hoping for Dang, I'm so done. Sorry. Oh. And then for um for what six man? Damn, I can't even. Oh um from the Nets. Uh, Harris Levert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Like I, I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for KD taking his spot, I I thought he would. He'd be a pretty solid player this year. Oh yeah, for so, sure. But, um, probably the first man off the bench um, on that squad. So I would hit, pick him. And then rookie of the year. Yeah, I gotta go with 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 the flower boy, Patrick Williams. Man, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with him. And then, <laughs> uh, coach of the year. Coach, coach of, the year. of the year. Damn, who's like Steve Nash? See, there's Steve Nash. Yeah, I could go with Steve Nash. But um who did the Pacers hire? Let's see, Pacers. I don't even Frank know. Fogel. No. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's some Nate. Who's Nate Jorgen? 
Nate Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know about Coach of the Year. I'll go with uh, I'll go with Billy Donovan. The hey, he'll repeat. Is he gonna repeat from last <laughs> yeah. year? I'll go with Billy Donovan here. back to back. Yeah. Let's oh, go. real um, real quick, uh, man. I see my brain be going blank because now I got most improved. Now, uh, it's who did I say originally? <laughs> did I say Trey Burke? Or, yeah, uh, you got. It. No, I think I got him for six, man. I forgot who my. No, most I don't even know who said for most improved. Most improved. Um, no, most improved this year. It's gonna be one of the Bogdanovich boys, Bohan or Bo or Bogdan, but Bog- Bogdanovich. Either you know for the oh. or for the jazz, they're gonna pop off. So that's my most improved. I'm out here doing my picks and every person's picks. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I think I'll go MVP, probably Luca. Um, if not Luca, yeah, that Dame pick was good, but I'll probably say if not Luca, it'll be James Harden. So I mean. <laughs> Um, why not <laughs> why not i mean if, if if he sticks with it and lead us to a title give him give him all the awards yeah give james hall the mvp um rookie of the year Lamelo ball that's easy one for me although now the i mean you said that bowl bowl is eligible so who knows um it, it could be him but uh his teammate michael porter jr is who i have for uh most improved oh shoot i'm so stupid that's somebody that people have been talking about like i've just been watching stuff and, and it's reading like stuff third year, i think already yeah. it'll be technically his third but he only he's only played two seasons yeah oh okay oh, so yeah, uh, I, I think i think he's definitely a good lock for that defensive player of the year i can't remember i think the last time we had a guard win it was who tony allen probably so i mean i'd like to see a guard i'd like to see drew holiday win it um he, he'll be in a more national national attention Mm-hmm. This year, playing for the Bucks, but if not him, I'd say Bam. I think Bam's a, a good shot for that. Yeah. Um, sixth man, uh, Karis Levert. I think he's he's a starter caliber player, but um, mm-hmm. if he's bought into playing on the bench, I think he'd be good. Or uh, or the other Mellow, Carmelo Anthony, coming off the bench, I think he could mm-hmm. also be a, mm-hmm. a candidate for that, uh, depending on how how well the the Blazers do. And then uh, Coach of the Year. Steven Silas, man. Nobody has had to deal with more going into the season than Steven Silas has. And honestly, based on based on how he's handled the media attention and all that, he's already coach of the year for me. So uh, <laughs> he's but uh definitely if 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 they're able to meet their potential, which I think is a top five team, I would give it to Steven Silas. Because he he's already he he doesn't deserve this. I, I've said it before and I know people have said it like on first take and stuff like Steven Silas don't deserve uh, to to deal with this kind of nonsense, but here mm-hmm. we are. And if he's able to make the most of it, then Steven Silas is my guy. Um, All right. So we're, uh, th- those are our predictions. Obviously that'll change throughout the year, especially, you know, guys get hurt or some guys play better, but um, just to wrap this up, we'll have our final words for everybody. It's we're basically at two hours. Um, I'm pretty sure. So uh, we're, we're past two hours for sure. Um, so we'll have our, our final words. Um, what, what I'll say to, to get off final words, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, this may or may not be our last episode. Uh, I would like to do like a, a best of 2020 at some point, maybe like in a week, um, because I do want to talk about some of the best shows and movies that I've seen, especially with uh, my guy Grogu oh, yeah, um, for sure. Let's from, from season two. Uh, there's a lot to talk about um, in oh. terms of like, 
just show we've had we've we've been spoiled with a lot of you know good netflix yeah. amazon prime disney plus hulu stuff so that i i do want to do like a little best of 2020 y'all watched the season finale already yes bro yeah. not yet i i gotta finish it okay yeah so no no spoilers here yeah, but jq uh, spoil the season finale for me Oh yeah, well yeah. No, no. I, I guess, because how no. we how we were both like going back and about it. I didn't know that. It's you all good. It's all good. It was still like. But uh, anyways. but still, I think regards knowing what happens, you're. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, I watched it. It's you, crazy. you still got pretty emotional, huh? I did. Yeah. Oh so shoot! It's well. I mean, will you get emotional if you ain't got no prior Star Wars like ties? You've seen everything else, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you'll, be, you'll, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll get emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Keon, Keon told me that he was like running around. The I'm house. not, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan either. So, all right, I'm excited. Well, like you had a reaction to it though, right? Like, yeah, you, yeah. No, I was like, oh, sh-. I was like, oh shoot, I'm excited badass. now. Yeah, dude, it's, it's badass. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I, hopefully we can get that together next week. But um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. And, uh, and enjoy your Christmas basketball. Listen to uh, the Jackson 5 Christmas album. That's all I got for you guys. Uh, what about y'all? Yeah, I want to say uh, peace out. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And um, I know hopefully you guys have a, a really good one with your families and home, at home. And y'all stay safe. And hopefully this Christmas season is nothing but like all all peace and love, especially with the year that we've all had. Um, so you guys take care. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, hope you all have a good holiday season. Good. Uh, nice. Merry Christmas and everything. Um, I know it's, yeah, it's, we're, we're right around like pretty much the end of the year. So, I mean, this, this entire year has been, tumultuous for for everybody like it's been it's been rough it's been it's uh, it's but at the same time this this pandemic was probably the reason why we had this podcast honestly like like if you guys remember the first like our first episode like it was because like we were all like stuck at home so we were like all right let's we've been talking about doing a podcast it's just we finally like all right, like let's do it. Let's, <laughs> I think we we previewed WrestleMania. I believe did, That's, yeah. that was like our first episode kind of thing. So still our most used to. Yeah, I mean, I I know obviously it's been like a rough, like it's been a hard year um, for the most part, but I think there's also been some like some good things that come out of it. So try to focus on that during this time, during this holiday season, just, you know, just the new year is right around the corner. Um, I know hopefully the pandemic is. <laughs> Damn, yo, Yo, don't make me bring up 2011 price fest, you fraud. <laughs> but, um, no, like, uh, then like the new year is right around the corner. So hopefully like, you know, the, new year brings uh more good things for us you know so but stay safe stay healthy you know so dang wow <laughs> i i didn't know uh daryl went from a santa's pinoy little helper to a pope francis's altar boy <laughs> <laughs> but uh in all seriousness i just want to thank uh all the listeners out there 
Um, you know, they said, you know, we wouldn't be able to do it, but here we are at the end of 2020, thriving with me with a better camera angle to end the year because Keon let me borrow his MacBook so I don't look like it's recorded from a potato. <laughs> so uh, hopefully um, for all you people out there um, who aren't in the spirit of, of love and happiness right now, just know that it gets better from here. Um, even though we are not with you physically, just know that the Large Guys podcast is sending their love and their thoughts and their kindness and their love to you. You know, I said love twice because that's if we can't give anything in this world, we could give our way our love and our kindness to people. So uh, with me, I realized that doing this podcast, it, it is a win win for me. I let uh, I get to uh, let out my 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 sadness and my sorrows but at the same time i'm blessing people by entertaining them and giving joy to their lives because you know if you listen to the large guys podcast for entertainment you know um we don't get money from this but we still do it for you guys because you know it's our gift to you like the people so um your gift is is listening and our gift is you know giving this product and uh we thank you and we just hope that everybody out there um if you're listening we miss you nothing but the best this holiday season uh oh, oh let me be inclusive uh you know for our non-christian listeners uh happy hanukkah season um may uh the star of david be with you i, I don't know what what goes on but um <laughs> yeah that's don't that's appreciate like, it that that's my closing <laughs> remark <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even get to talk about UFC. That's for another time. <laughs> another time. Oh, All right. Yes. Yeah, so once again, thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure uh, you like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Pods. We have an Instagram. We also got a Twitter. Um, we we have <laughs> we have a, we have a lot of fun on Twitter. You know, talking about hey. fantasy stuff. I was live tweeting uh, TLC. This right. past weekend, that was actually kind of fun. I got like three <laughs> likes out of like the 20 tweets I gave. But it was still fun for me, bro. <laughs> Regardless, we, we do thank you all who are listening, If you're, especially if you're still listening to this. Hey, uh, shirts shirts coming in 2021. Of large course, Guys yeah. podcast. Large guys, we got Large Guys merch coming. Hey, it looks like none of us can sponsor the t-shirts this year because we ain't win the We all lost. <laughs> Although, although Daryl has made uh, money from betting with us, <laughs> so he's almost made his money back for one of the leagues just by betting us over a couple weeks. But yes, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time, uh, hopefully next week for our, our best of. But regardless, have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys. Peace out and God bless. <laughs>